said something the same. He oh, might have, but De- Plies is... Okay. You wouldn't confuse the two. Right. Dion said that the problem is that the kids who play football in the state of Florida now like football and love football, which almost sounds kind of what sure. Plies is talking about. This is good stuff. We should, we should go ahead and get started. Right, let's do this it. Conversation up. Bring it in with Plies. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to episode... The nth episode yeah. of the of the role plays. We we've done so many we stopped counting. We could call it forty. We're 40, probably around forty. Forty. That sounds like a good number to, okay. to go with. This is our our fortieth episode yes. today. Yes, fortieth episode. Big big four big zero. Four zero. Halfway to eighty. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting forty percent on our way to hundred. I am I am your co-host Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. Do not be confused. We are not a show on politics or social issues. We are a sports podcast but every now and then the the problems and troubles of the world do make their way into our podcast yeah we delve off every once in a while especially in slow weeks yeah and uh last week leading up to last week was pretty slow yeah just very slow very uh but there were some things that happened last week that gave us some things to talk about right Mm -hmm. and we were talking in our pre-show planning Mm -hmm. about uh some of the comments that were made about the state of the union of football the game of football in the state of Florida. In Florida. Can you tell me, can, can you go ahead and just what? lead us into Plies? Yeah, Plies. Rapper Plies, who hasn't been heard from in a while, um, had posted a video on Has he been Instagram. Or, was, was no, he, I don't think so. He's, he's just, I guess he just hadn't had anything to, to bring us. Um, he So he was talking about, he's from Florida, and he was talking about how the three big schools in Florida how, he's just said they're soft. What happened to them? They're soft. And, you know, the, he grew up in the days of Sean Taylor and, you know, Javon Curse and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they're all soft and they're, they're losing games and getting <laughs> smashed. And so he was lamenting that back in the day when Florida, the big three in Florida were, were tough mm. dogs. So speaking and of you were saying, yeah. So Dion Sanders came out and I didn't read the entire article. I just saw the snippet. So I can't, I can't, 100 percent without uh, without a shadow of a doubt quote him on this but the uh the headline was hey look kids in the state of florida like football uh when i was growing up we loved football mm-hmm. and he said that's kind of the difference it's kind of like yeah you know it's like a hobby and um that maybe the passion's not there and maybe dion's wrong i don't know maybe plaza's wrong but it certainly seems to be like they might be onto something and not you know the 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 unfair assessment is not everybody that puts on a Florida jersey or a Florida State jersey or Miami jersey is from the state of Florida. Yeah, uh, they do recruit outside of the state, um, and so you, that's not one hundred percent accurate. But I think the vast majority of the guys on those rosters are from the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. And not to get too carried away because it was five years ago that FSU won a title. But yeah, I see what he's saying. It's it's been. It's been a while um, since there were any, you know, physically dominant, you know, bully you around teams for any, any of those schools. Right. And you, you would think you could understand where maybe Miami would have their problems, private school, yeah. competing, big city, competing with that. Um, maybe you could understand where Florida State would have their problems. I mean, they were an all-girls school until the 1940s or 50s, so they were behind the eight ball. But Florida, really no excuse. No, there's no excuse. I Just mean, bad hires. 
And just it, bad hires. Even Muschamp recruited well on defense and and had some nasty defenses. But McElwain is <laughs> just a goofball character, and uh, and Mullen so far recruiting wise is on par with McElwain. It's the same. Right. Right. And he is a. You want to talk about why is why is Florida? Why do you think they're soft? If you watch. I watched SEC Inside this week where they had cameras in the locker rooms during the Georgia-Florida game, and Mullins, it was funny because they were showing clips of Mullins' speeches in the locker room, and then Kirby's right after it, and Mullins are like, he's just such a weird dude, first off. Like, he's just a a goofy, goofy fella. And he was like, hey guys, go out there and and play as well as you can, or something like that. It was like this soft little kind of... Like meek, you know, do what you do, and my, and then you get over Kirby, and he's like, "Cut your ass loose, cut your ass," you know, and and ripping into him, and you're like, if I'm listening to this guy, I'm fired up and going out there. If I'm listening to Mullen, and he's dancing with me on the sideline, and the funny, I'll, just briefly, because we'll talk more about this game, but the second that I knew Georgia was going to beat Florida. Was it the beginning of the third quarter? Florida scored to take a one point lead, and they showed the sidelines, and assistants were having the players jump up and down and dance. And that's when I said, over, fake juice. They're not even in, into the game. Fake now, juice. I will tell you, I am a, I, I am a uh, loud coach. But I will tell you, one thing a coach should never have to do is, is coach effort. Yeah. Intensity, right? You should never have to do that. And so I, so I don't, I don't get too high and low on the rah rah speech, right? Um, I think it has a lot more to do with do your job, or do I trust you to do your job? Yeah. And it, uh, and do I do, do not only that, but are you willing to play for the guy next to you? And 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 are we selfish, or is it about me, or I'm gonna get mine? And then maybe that's a lot of what. There's no family, right? I think that's a. I, I don't know. Georgia just seemed like they were they were all in on on Jake Fromm. Like everybody yeah. was all in on him. Yeah. And they uh, it, but I think you do need a a head coach. You, it helps to ha- have a head coach with an edge to him, that isn't you know just sitting over there quietly. That that because teams do take on the personality of the head coach. I think, and you can see with LSU and Orgeron, it's different. It's just that's just kind of how it is. And if you're not intense and and holding guys to the fire too. right that's okay. part of it that's right right you know if if a guy doesn't make a play and you comes over and you hey you know blah 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 it, it, some guys respond well to that but i think i'd rather have a coach with an edge and you know some intensity than somebody that's just you know sitting over there and smiling and dancing with you i mean dancing come on head coach dancing dancing matilda you wonder why they're soft you know. Hey, they weren't. They weren't soft. They weren't soft. Goal line stand, right? That's what I was about to say. Plays? Yes, seven uh, plays in a row. So maybe they take the uh, the uh, re- that's a reflection of uh, of um, their defensive coordinator. They yeah. Hey, how about that? Third and Grantham. Grantham strikes again. We were eight of fourteen or something, and three touchdowns on third down. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Good so old, good old anyways. time, Grantham. Uh, yeah. I thought, I mean, Frank's looked bad. I saw something, maybe yeah. you posted it. It said Florida fans are like, hey, if we didn't have those three turnovers and didn't give up 247 yards and and score three more touchdowns, we would have won the football game. So we're, we're not far off. That's what their coach was saying after the game. First off, he wouldn't give George any credit. He didn't say anything about us. 
And then he was basically saying, we didn't execute. We let ourselves down. We did it to ourselves. And then he throws out this, you know, everybody before the game was talking about how the freshman quarterback was going to play. Well, yeah, freshman quarterback played. It was just our freshman quarterback. And then he said, so, you know, know, it's just funny that uh, one of the freshman quarterbacks had better stats and it was our guy. I'm like, are you trying to, what are you, are you like taking a shot that Fields didn't play and Emory Jones did and came in and fumbled the ball and. Like, what are you doing, guy? He's just not – I mean, hey, hats off to – this is how you handle that. Hats off to Georgia. That's a well-coached football team. Uh, they executed when we didn't. Uh, we've got to get back and get better at the basics. I mean, you just give them the Take coach your speak. L. You just yes. give them the coach speak. And, and their players afterwards were saying, you know, the better team didn't win today. Well, the better team did win. That's the funny thing is, well, we turned the ball over. Well, we turned you over. You know, right. so we, we caused the fumble. Right? <laughs> we right. intercepted your pass. So, I, I mean. The flea flicker on the first play, petty. I, I, I will agree. Maybe I, I had been on a team where the better, the better, the more talented team mm-hmm. didn't win. But yeah. we were the better team that night. And that's all that matters, right. in my opinion. Look, I don't have to beat you a hundred times. I just have to beat you once. Yeah. I don't have to be the best a hundred times. Right. And that's it. That's why you can't let down in college football, right? You only mm-hmm. have 12 weeks or 12 games to prove yourself. And if you want to cry about being the better team, nobody cares about that. Uh-uh. Well, here's your participation. That training. make a difference. And they, but, but uh. man, that's all Florida does is talk. The last, I mean, they, they just talked last year. They talked before the game, preseason this year. You know, C.C. Jefferson said, I don't think the score was indi- was a good indicator of how close the game was last year, like 42-7. to seven. I think that was pretty clear because we <laughs> took our foot off the throttle in the third quarter. It's just – that's what Florida does, man. They talk, and it's not just to us. You know, they, they that's just what they do. And they're – you don't worry about teams that, that talk like that. You know, you – Just go mm. execute. All yeah. you have to do is go execute. They're just – they got a clown for a coach, and um, it's, it's something else. He – uh. He's trying too hard. That's what it comes down to. He's trying too hard to be this take shots at people. It's like he wants to be Spurrier. Like take shots and make comments here and jabs here. And that's not who he is. He's just a, a goofball. But he's trying too hard. It's just all fake. It's all fake juice. All of it. Fake juice you. Fake juice Fake juice you. That's now Florida. UF, University of Fake Juice. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, that was beautiful. Like they, uh, so it'll be next year. It'll be, we're definitely going to hit a thousand days since Florida last beat Georgia. So it's, uh, it's, it feels the good. The countdown man. is on. It feels good. So, uh, I know you can talk about that all night. Yeah, I could. Um, can I, can we talk about the, there was a, actually a seven on seven game that was played this weekend also. In Clemson? Yeah. Or Florida state in Tallahassee. Yeah. They, they were hosting Florida State was hosting a passing league <laughs> tournament this weekend. Uh, I don't know if you caught that. With the true freshman quarterback. Yes. I mean dicing them up. Oh my gosh. It was it was unbelievable. Un- unbelievably bad. And how? They they have talent. I don't care what anybody says, they have talent, and the NFL draft will bear that out. They have talent on both sides of the wall. It might not be stocked and it but it's there. It's not like they're Georgia Southern. Right. You know, I mean, it's not like they're Syracuse who played Clemson much closer. It's just I don't get it. I don't get what's is what's Taggart going on is there? Taggart in over his head. I mean, I'd say next year would be a 
I'll give any coach a year to get mm-hmm. everything turned around and settled, but it doesn't look early. Re- early returns don't look great. No, they don't do they? No, they look good against Wake. Yeah. Does not, anybody not, not look good against Wake? I don't know. The Demon Deacons. Uh, I'm sure we can find their. We can pull their schedule up here and uh, find out. I'm sure they beat uh, Old Dominion or. You can pick Robert Morris. This is random. You can pick a any school Power Five school. And, and point to a player or two in the NFL, a big-name player that played there. Can you think of anybody that played at Wake? Uh, like in the NFL? I mean, anybody that was any good in the NFL that played at Wake? I mean, I can't. I guess Rusty LaRue never played in the NFL. He used to be Wake's all-time passing leader. I don't know. It's just I don't know why that just hit me, but. I'm sure they had a linebacker. I mean, Syracuse, you can say, like, McNabb, hey, Marvin Harrison. Donovan he, McNabb. Yeah, but. Any of these Boston College, you can say Matt Ryan, Flutie, that sort of thing. But right. Wake, they had to have had an offensive lineman. We're going. We're, we're, we're going to find that. We're going to find out right now. Anyway, so uh, in other news, um, the team that I have been off their bandwagon for a while, and defiantly so, um, they made me feel better about that choice this week, losing to Oklahoma State, number six Texas, losing to Oklahoma, unranked Oklahoma State. So that kind of validated me jumping off the bandwagon. There are currently four players that played at Wake Forest that are playing in the NFL. I don't know if they're on active rosters. Oh, active NFL players. Try that and see if we get any previous ones. This one? Yeah. We're digging into yeah. Wake Forest. I wonder who the – I mean, I don't, I don't recognize any of these names. I mean, you don't know who the great... Obi Muhaley, is that, yes, is that, that their best? Yes, that was okay. the Falcons' uh, fullback. Well, if a fullback is your claim to fame. Um, Calvin Pace? Yeah, I guess. There's just, there's nobody, man. Ricky Prohl? Oh, Ricky Prohl, okay. <laughs> hey, I'll... I know Ricky Prohl. All right. That, that, there you that's, go. That's going All right, back to we like, solved that's it. That's going back to Super Tecmo Bowl, man. Yeah. Sid Kitson. Anyways, so I think that proves me right. That I mean, do we need to go back any further than the great Frank Capriva? No. <laughs> Nick Sacrenti. I mean. Elmer Barber. <laughs> Pride there, Rattery. There are several players that played at Wake Forest that are that played. Ulysses Cornog. They as for real had a player drafted named Ulysses Cornog, Cornog. Anyways, anyhow, that's, we digress. Nobody cares about that. So um, we were gonna we were gonna look into that Texas game, but we decided that it was a waste of our time. Yeah, we didn't want to, you know, did did have them losing, but we didn't officially pick that. So Texas goes down. Um, who My, else? Miami goes down to Boston College. Yeah. Is is the is seat on getting Friday? High, is it? We talked about that before. Right? That's not. Yeah. We didn't talk about it on the air, but we said that's not a good look for Miami. No, and, that's a bad. And I told situation. you. What did I say? I'm scared. I'm very afraid. Yeah, and was, you weren't going to watch it. Right, and I I didn't. I was actually in. I was actually in Tryon, Georgia, on Friday night. Tryon. Tryon. Do you know where that is? Is it down some? No. Is it north some? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what county? That's in Chattooga County, man. Ah. So like way up, just uh, north, uh, north, northwest of Rome. Okay. Got an invite. Tryon. Got an invite. I'm thinking from, of Zebulon. Ah, yeah. Got an invite from Coach Justin Brown, the head coach of Tryon. Kind of, 
hey, this guy was like the the prodigal son coming home to coach that team, and uh, he got him into the state playoffs last year. Single A school, small mm-hmm. community, um, and they're uh, looking like they're going to get right back in the playoffs in single A this year, and probably win a first host a first round game. So, nice, uh, pretty cool community. They got a kid named Hagen Willingham. He's a he's a small running back, but he's a pretty good one. Uh, so I just wanted to give the Tryon Bulldogs a shout out. Also, if I can give a shout out to uh, the Creekview Grizzlies, man, Coach Adam Carter had had me stop by their practice. They do this thing on Tuesday called Sausage Dog Tuesdays, where they pull in the uh, the smoker and they got some people with smoking sausage dogs for the football players, and they all eat together after practice. That's cool. That is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. Creekview going for a going for a re- first region title in. Uh, in the school's history this Friday night as a host Harrison. Talking about Cherokee football, Sequoia got screwed. Are they, did, did they not? That can we talk about? Awful. Can we talk about? My alma mater. Uh, Emmanuel Jenkins, who was, by all accounts, one of the best players on that team, get, had just basically was handcuffed. Mugged, yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the back judge was right there. He was rest, right there. Yeah. He ran right in front of the camera, and I don't know where he was looking or what he was looking at. But Shameful. So shame on I you. Think, I think there's a conspiracy. Stripes. I think there's a conspiracy. Could be. Coach Teeter can't catch a break. Uh, a, believe it or not, um, I, I've been conversating, uh, conversing with uh, the Cedarwood Tavern crew. We, we have figured out a, a way that Sequoia could back into a number two seed. Oh, that'd be you know, nice. But, but things have to go their way. But uh, nevertheless, the Chiefs, uh, both uh, 6A schools, well, two out of three 6A schools in Cherokee County are going to the playoffs. Four out of the six schools in the county overall are going to the, the uh, state playoffs. So you got Cherokee, Etowah, uh, Creekview, and Sequoia all headed to the state title. State, nice. I'm sorry, state playoffs. So good representation in the county this, this year. So. Back to college Back football. to, that's why you weren't watching Miami. Yes, I'm sorry. Because I was in, and, and Tryon ended up winning, and I enjoyed myself, and I was like, I, I could probably live out here. Uh-huh. And then you you checked the score, and you didn't care, or you checked the score and I you didn't said see it? The, I got, I, when I got home, I, I saw what the score was. It, got, it was like an hour and a half away. I got home, and I was, I was like, oh my gosh, of course they lost. Would you tell me if the sea is hot? I mean, I've seen some Miami um, message board reactions, and... Those uh, that would indicate a hot seat, but that's that's the fringe, oh, anyways. That's, yeah, that's those are people that that probably call other people that have Twitter wars. Yeah, those are those kind of so people. so. No, I don't think know. I don't think the seat is hot, but he's got to do something different. The problem is the quarterback play, and he's supposed to be, or he or his son is supposed to be the quarterback coach. So something's got to give. Um, Maybe you go to the freshman. The, I mean, why not? Well, the, you went to. Are you talking about uh, Jaren. Williams? Jaren yeah. Williams. Um, there's got to be a reason. You could not. still redshirt him if you play him the last four games. Well, you could. I mean, so why not put him out there and play him? See what happens. And then if he plays well, then you get him next year as a as a freshman. Right. So yeah, yeah. I would if I were them, but I don't know because because the whole I mean the guys you got don't seem they're to be not getting, getting it done. done. They are not getting it done. So uh, Miami's got some work to do. Uh, the line is is a little green. Uh, that might be part of the problem, but. Um, just once again, another soft, looked like a soft team, but no, no disrespect to Boston College. They won the football game. Mm-hmm. They've got a better running back, and 
It's tough to go on the road on a Friday night, always, no matter who you are. Always, always in college, it's always. Just, it's just wacky. Quirky, quirky games. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think if anything else happened last week that, that uh, I'm... I mean, Mike Leach won. We both were going to pick them, I think, in yeah, that game. Yeah. And then the other thing that we talked about is this: when you look at spreads and you think, what? Why is Texas A&M ranked and they're a whatever... An underdog right. to Mississippi State, and then you see Mississippi State waxes them, and you say, "Oh, that's why Las Vegas." Right. When they want, when there's a line that you say, "Oh, that's easy," then hey, be careful with it. It's like the Georgia Kentucky line opened at twelve and a half, mm-hmm. and that to me made me feel good because they're wanting people to take Kentucky. Right. Uh, so, I don't mm-hmm. know how Vegas does it, but they know. They know. They're pretty spot on. They're very. I, t- I heard Colin Cowherd one time talk, and he said, "If you if you did want to make money in gambling, he said the best to do it is the local games. It may not might not even be the national. When I say local, I mean like regional games. Like perhaps it's uh, if you have a line on like a Georgia Southern or, or Georgia Tech. Oh, Wake, okay. You know those kind yeah. of things because they don't have." They have knowledge, but you can you you know your local teams a lot better than typically. Right. That maybe your Techs, your Mercers, your um, and Vegas probably ain't gonna know as much about that. Right, 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 right. And I don't mean to put Tech in the same category as Mercer, but no, but let's, let's, I mean I was gonna briefly give them some credit. They Tobias Oliver at oh quarterback. Oh my gosh! And well, he had one attempted pass and forty runs, two hundred and fifteen yards. Dude, your quarterback's got. One pass attempt of 40 rushes and carved them up. Of course, we were live when that was happening the other day. But when did they start, Oliver? Uh, I mean, is he... I don't... He's had 10 attempts, 100 he, he rushes, played, so... He played against... Uh, when they Who did they lose to? South Florida? He played in that game because um, the starter got hurt. Now I'm, his name's escaping me. Okay. Um, so he did play, and I don't, I don't know how much he's played because I haven't watched much Dude, of... I can't... I mean, I'm sure they love that. But if, if my team had one pass attempt in a game, and let's see the total rushes. It's just 78 rushes and one pass attempt. and then compl- I mean, I could not I, – I couldn't do it, Art. That is torture to me. Yeah, I'm yeah, you know, new school, I guess. See, I like passing. See, I would love – if if they were lining up in like the I formation, just running over guys forty nine okay, times, right. I would love that. Like you know what, this See, is what, still this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna run an ISO. We're gonna run stretch. We're gonna run a draw and trap, and we're just gonna run it down your throat. We don't ever have to pass the ball. And you're never gonna stop us, and we're gonna demoralize you. Mm. I mean, there's other ways to be demoralized. I mean, the the maybe one of the greatest demoralizing things is a play action pass and the wide open receiver. You know, and, and he runs the end zone. Everybody's like, God, like they didn't see that coming. But I mean, if you can just line up and just beat somebody's butt, I love that. Yeah. Just like take their like to me when yeah. you run the ball, it's like those those body blows that start to add up, right? Yeah, you just kind of that's what George has done the last two years, and, and but, it's dull to me. But it's I I, I'm just I I, I like I, man I like seeing and, and, I like seeing highlight plays, and I like electric runs like DeAndre Swift. I love seeing him bash people. But I also want to see some shots and passing the ball. And 70-plus rushes in one pass attempt, Art. I'm not boohooing the, the passing game. I just, I just like, I would, if I was coaching, I would want a, a 
sixty forty balance of run to pass. Okay. They're at like a or seventy thirty. They're at like a ninety five to five ratio. Yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, it's and it's amazing that they get receivers to the NFL or the fact that they get NFL caliber receivers to come to Georgia Tech. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, so kudos to Paul Johnson for his ability to recruit. Can we talk about this week's game? I'm done talking about the yeah. Bucks. Yeah, let's do it. We got four games we're going to talk about. We'll try to be quick because we we burned up a lot of time already. Yeah, we have. We're going to start far, far away. Michigan <laughs> taking on Penn Michigan. State, hosting I, Penn State. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Have you followed Michigan at all? Uh, I watched them and I watched them play um, uh, Michigan State. I, I wasted. Are they going to get into the playoff? Uh, you think? No, they're going to lose to Ohio State. I think so too. And then the Big Ten will be in arms because nobody's going from the Big Ten. Yeah. Purdue reverted back to their normal <laughs> self last week. Did they? Yeah. It's hard to come back from that, that though. From that, that high. Emotional of, high, yeah. yeah. That's hard to play out of your mind and expend all that and then go play a noon game or whenever they play it. It's just. It's tough. I mean, that you could see that coming. Michigan 10.5 point favorite at home. That's heavy, isn't it? That's about, it's a lot of points in the Big Ten, but Vegas knows, right? We know nothing about Michigan because we don't live in Michigan. Vegas knows. Vegas knows. Vegas has done their homework. And Vegas, what Vegas is saying, you want to put money on, on 31.20? Or do you think it's going to be 28.24? That's what mm-hmm. Vegas is essentially saying to me. Yeah. It's tough. That's a tough one. It's uh, tough. I don't I, think – I think that I have been kind of – with Penn State, just thinking of them last year with Saquon and, and the offense that they had last year, I don't think I've – I think I've been overrating them offensively all year. Mm. And just – because when I have watched them, I'll, you'll see McSorley scramble around. Mm-hmm. But then other than that, they haven't been let's look all at their, that impressive. Let's look at their last five games. All right. The one game I saw them play the entire game, they beat Illinois 63-24. Okay. They come back, lose to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Then they come back, lose to Michigan State uh, two weeks later. They beat Indiana by five. Beat Iowa, a pretty good Iowa team, mm-hmm. by six. Yeah, not very impressive to me. No, I um, don't. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm I'm leaning more towards Michigan, and for all the you know uh, flack that we gave Harbaugh mm-hmm. preseason, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. He's uh, his team's performing this year, in the games that they should. They're not even eating chicken. That's that's the thing. Uh, it's poultry free life, and it's and it's working for him. I um, but saying that I will see now. I'm starting to second guess myself because I help now. I, I'm I'm not. I, I talk all that about Michigan, but I'm not taking them to to cover to win by eleven. I'm I'm taking them to win by a touchdown, thirty-one twenty-four over Penn State, and Penn State will keep it relatively close. The t- we talked about this before the show. The 24 number seems to be very popular among picks um, between uh, yeah. Mr. Allen and myself. 24 is just a solid number. It is a solid number. I like that number for Penn State. The problem is I like Michigan's at 37. There you go, 37. Uh, That's I, a I have been brainwashed. I have been brainwashed by Harbaugh. Um, that's uh, three, what is that, uh, four touchdowns and three field goals. That gets us to 37. I, I guess I've, I've yes. never seen a 37 that I can remember. Never seen 37? Well, maybe I have. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're going 37-24, Michigan Wolverines to roll. They'll continue to roll until uh, the 
a few week. I think it's three. Uh, the Thanksgiving weekend, weekend of Thanksgiving, is when they they play. Uh, when Ohio State. And by the way, Urban Meyer, have you seen him laying the groundwork for the for the health resignation? I, have, I haven't been paying attention. He to had, he spoke to reporters this week and talked talked to them about the cyst in his head and the and the migraines and stuff it causes and how he's going to coach as long as he can. So he's already setting it up. It's so predictable. And then he'll probably go coach the Browns or, you know, head somewhere else. But it's when the, when he, they start struggling, ah, oh, Urban, health issues pop up. It's like the guy that misses a layup and then pretends to. Oh, my to, back. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, my ankle, my exactly. knee. Exactly. That's what happens. You didn't see that foul, Griff? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. So moving down from the Big West. Big. Big West. The Midwest. <laughs> Montana. To the Big I 12. I, I'm getting my bigs and mids mis- mixed up. Uh, moving down, Texas, who was ranked in the Texas. top 10 last yeah, week. Yeah, they, they were lofty rankings and had the playoffs in their sights. Right in their grasp. But just like every other Big Ten team. Big 12? Whatever they are. Yeah. Well, there's only 10 of them, so yeah. <laughs> you would think they would yeah. be the Big Ten, right? So forgive me for... Uh... Texas. So I, I told you... It, it made me feel good that I jumped off their bandwagon and refused to climb back on. Right. And they they helped they helped me feel better about that by wetting the bed against Oklahoma State. So Dropping out of the top ten. They dropped that to seventeen. That's a steep drop. Because they weren't that good to begin with. Yeah. What they were Still our not squatter. That good. They were a squatter. Yes. The year of the squatter continues. The the question is who will be the next squatter um in the top ten? In Kentucky. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, they're ranked number nine in the playoff rankings. Squatter. Or if Kentucky wins, is Georgia the squatter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's very possible, but... but we're, we're not there yet. Let's talk West Virginia, Texas. West Virginia bouncing back uh, after an upset loss to Iowa State. They just got handled by Iowa State mm-hmm. back uh, a few weeks back. Uh, bounced back against Baylor last week, 58-14 win. And uh, we... we've. Uh, told you the story about Texas falling to Oklahoma State 38-35 on the road, right? T. Boone Pickens Stadium. Yeah. Um, this week, Texas is at home, mm-hmm. all right? But they're a two, only a two-point favorite against West Virginia. Another line mm. that makes you say, hmm. Mm. People are going to think, oh, Texas, that's a... That's a gimme, right? Yeah. Not so fast. Do they not know the legend of Will Greer? Will Greer. And, and here's what I'm thinking, because Iowa State is not... They're a well-coached team. I mean, their head coach is being talked about for some NFL openings, mm-hmm. Matt Campbell. So they're a tough, especially defensively, they're a tough team. And when you get these high-flying offenses, it doesn't – I mean, you if you're having an off week, you you have nothing else. Right. You can lean on the run if you run, right? And at some point it's probably going to work. Right. But if you're a high-flying passing attack and things just aren't clicking, Kinda you put up 14 rights. points. Right, right, right. So I, I still believe in West Virginia and Will Greer. Do you? Mm, I believe in Will Greer more than I believe in Sam Ellinger. Uh-huh. So what's going to happen? What's going to – Texas has won their wins this year. And let's – hang on. Let's. This is something that has kind of popped out to me. In the uh, in-conference play, all right, um, and that's um, – that would be – TCU, Kansas State, their biggest win in conference play was 15 point victory over TCU. Mm-hmm. Five points, three who points. Who we, lo- who we since learned is not a very good team. No, they're not. No, they're not. So um, that that leads me to believe that Texas is like the consummate underachiever. Mm-hmm. 
Just doing enough to get by. Yeah, you know, and and that I think that that works, but at some point that you just you have to do more than just enough. You can't just get away with that. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, uh, you've got and I don't know how how well this stat plays out, but uh, twenty nine point victory, eight point victory, sixteen point victory, sixteen point loss. Uh, I know it's Baylor, but forty four point. Victory. I, I just think West Virginia has this. And a lot of 40s and 50s. Yeah. I, there's something about those numbers that uh, I think Texas is prone to give up some points. Mm-hmm. And I think West Virginia will capitalize. Uh, I'm not sold on on, Elling, on uh, Ellinger. Um, he's, uh, I mean, re- he's thrown for 1,817 yards. So that's not bad. But, uh, ugh, I just. He ain't no Will Greer. He's just not Will Greer. <laughs> a a two-point game, this is one of those I'd be willing to bet my, my life savings on uh, and take West Virginia. Yeah. And, and, and I'd take West Virginia to beat them outright, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, 48 to 45. I like it. That would be an exciting game. And, and it's probably going to be a Gus game. Oh, yeah. On Fox. I'm with you. West Virginia straight up, not – but by a similar margin, not as high scoring as you think. I'm I'm calling 35-31. Okay. West Virginia knocks off Texas, and I will be able to continue to feel good about leaving that bandwagon behind. I mean, you I mean, you really jumped off very soon. That was, that was I jumped impressive. off at high speed too, and for a hard <laughs> landing, right? Yeah, it didn't take well soon. It, I gave them a year and and a game, so and nothing changed. Yeah. It was uh-uh. I still feel good about that. That's a good call. Sometimes you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. <laughs> yes, you do. You got to know when I to folded. walk away and when to run. All right. You, Which one are we going with next? Uh, we're going with the biggest game of the week, and then we'll come with the closest game of the okay. week. Uh, the biggest game of the week is um, UCLA at Oregon. Yes. <laughs> the chip revenge game. <laughs> no, chip Kelly. The, no, the biggest game, guys. The biggest game of the week is uh, LSU hosting Alabama. Top five matchup in Baton Rouge. Oh my gosh, it's got my you know it's it's got me excited. I'm giddy. Uh, you've got Alabama coming in at number one, LSU coming in at number three. The LSU defense just has been nasty. Um, LSU offense is mm. suspect. Yeah, they're suspect. I think for a top five team, they're squatting in the top five. Oof. They lost to Florida, Art. And we gave them the game, and it still was a tip. I mean, come on. I'm not – the line – when was the last time you saw a top-five matchup with a line of 14-and-a-half? What does that tell you about what people view, Vegas views, Bama compared to everybody but, else? Yeah, have you ever seen a, a uh, Ed Orgeron post-game interview? I mean, yeah. doesn't that get you fired up? Doesn't that make you believe? And they're, and they're at home. They're a home two-touchdown dog to a team, and they're number three in the country. You know what that tells me? That Alabama is better than everybody. Yes, and and the funny thing is I read an article about Vegas and Bama, how they, they're getting to the point where they can set these spreads outlandishly high, and it's still not enough. I think they call it like the Bama tax or something like that, <laughs> where seriously so they'll set just, a line, and it's not enough. We should just always bet on Bama. Yes, I am. I don't know about you. So if you had cold, hard cash, if I get, had $100 laid down, you take, you know what, I'm just taking Bama. I don't care. If I can only win ten bucks, that's what I'm. I would I would not bet against Alabama mm. in any way, especially since 
the SEC decided to suspend Devin White for the first half. And if they had any chance, they would need a full-strength defense. But the SEC decided to come up with a bogus targeting and sit that boy for the first half. It's criminal. But it, it wouldn't have mattered, I don't think. I mean, you've got Greedy and Christian Fulton and Grant Delpit back there. That's great. Mm-hmm. And if anyone can slow down Bama and those receivers and Tua, they can because that's the best defense I think they'll face. Like, even if they play Clemson, I think LSU's defense is probably, from a defending the pass standpoint, I think they're better. Sure. But I think Bama can just run on them at will, too. I mean, you mm. saw what Georgia did when they ran. They ran all over LSU. And Bama could do that. They could give Damon Harris and Najee Harris the ball. And I just don't think it's – I don't think they're going to be able to, even if they hold them to 30 points. And I know Bama's defense isn't elite like it usually is, but – I mean, Burrow, I, I still don't trust them enough offensively to be able to outscore Bama. If, I mean, it might be closer than two touchdowns. If, I don't know. But. If there is a team that's going to beat Alabama, this is it. Yeah. And and when they do, you will see, like, the legend of Joe Burrow. Yes. T-shirts popping up all over Baton Rouge. And all Coach up, O. Coach O. Shoot him, Joe. Yes. I mean, you would even get your own shoot him. Joe shirts being printed out. I mean, I might do that. I might get if they win. I might get a tattoo of it. We could, we could have, we could make those shirts. We can go get those shirts made and make them the official jersey of the role players. Yeah, and we just sell them at like shoot them, Joe. Yeah, sell them in front of Kroger or Ingles. (laughs) Oh, so uh, I mean, chances. I mean, we're not even talking about straight up. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm talking about chances. Alabama's Alabama's averaging 54.1 points per game, and that's not playing in the fourth quarter. Right, 54.1 points yeah, per game. That's taking the foot off. Yeah. The- Everything they've done has told you, man. You you got to take Alabama, right? Yeah. I mean, they just absolutely destroy everyone. Yeah. <sighs> Don't do it, Art. You gonna do it? Feeling local? <laughs> it, it might be the wine I've been drinking. Uh-huh. Or or I got a hunch. Play it. I got a Play hunch. Play the hunch. What's if your I hunch was ever gonna, If I was ever going to go out on a limb, tonight's you, the night. You haven't made a bold prediction in a while, like a super bold. Yeah. This is the time. Yeah. Do it. What you got? Alabama offense gets stymied this week. I like the number 24, and Alabama 24, LSU 26. Straight up. You can take your points. Straight. You can take your points. You can take it, it. And we will see that the real squatter this season has been <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> you're not on a limb. Like, you're on a little twig. Like, that's art. Bringing, that's... That's why I do this show with you. Sorry, I just I broke, <laughs> broke your pen, smashing it down. That's how excited. Oh, I've been waiting so, for one of these Mosley so, picks for so the longest time. Say, well, well, what do you see in in Alabama? I just you see immortal. I see. I don't think they're immortal, and I think that this is. I think Coach O can exploit, exploit and control. I think. I think because the Alabama's defense is not. This is no. They're not as good as they have been. They're very good. Yeah. Let's not, make no mistake about it. They're very good. Giving up fifteen point nine points a game, very good. Um, 
I just think LSU can change the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they can. It but, but It wouldn't be the first time man, I'm wrong. You're talking about an Alabama defense that gave up 21 to Tennessee, 31 to Arkansas, All right, that, 14 based, to Louisiana Lafayette. Based on giving up 21 to Tennessee, I should pick against Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Because that's bad. Um, all right. Well, how do I follow that when, when you come out with the heat uh, straight up upset LSU? And let's just point out for a minute that in Saban's 11 years down or 10 years, however many it's been. Never, never lost to him. He's had an undefeated season once. Okay. So they usually lose a game. Right. And it's always a game they're favored in because they're favored in every, every game. Every game, right. Right? So... It's not outlandish to think they could lose, but I do think it's wrong. And I think it's, I think, see, I'm going with the theme that their defense will give up some points. So I'm going to give LSU 20 points. Okay. And I'm not sure how it's going to happen. This, this whoa, whoa, is just hang a, on. Tennessee got 21 against Alabama. Right. And you're giving LSU 20? Because I, th- yeah, because I think the tighter it is or the lower scoring Alabama scores and the longer their drives take the less likely they're going to give up a garbage touchdown when they're up 40. Gotcha. Or when two is scoring in two plays and your defense is going right back out on the field, they won't be as tired. Right. So I think they'll have to have more methodical drives, and I don't think they're going to be hitting 70, 80-yard passes over and over. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of played into their defense, giving up points is the fact that their offense is out there for three plays right. and defense comes right back out. Um, and I think that LSU's defense will be – they'll be jacked up. It'll be rowdy. And they'll do a respectable job and keep Bama well below their average. I'll give Bama 38, mm. but I still think they're going to cover win by 18. Okay, 38 to 20. I hope, man. I hope you're right. That would. And here's the thing: if LSU does beat them, does Bama still make the playoff? Of course, they always that's, do. That's man. what I'm saying. It's just, they always it's, do. It's terrible. I hate it, but they always do. They always I will. I know. They have to have two losses basically to even. They have to have two losses and not win the SEC, or they're going to be in. Because yes. if they have one loss, they're going to be in. Every they're time. like a, they're just a gimme. Uh, and to the to a similar extent, Clemson is with one loss too. So right. they're playing with house money because they can lose a game and still get in the playoff. You just have that. unless there's a bunch of undefeated teams. So if Michigan won out, Notre Dame is going to win out. Right. Um. In that in that case, say Whoa. LSU or Georgia wins the SEC with one loss. You have Michigan with one loss. Okay. Notre Dame is in, and Clemson wins. Of those four, the three teams, other than the SEC champ, who would Bama get in over? Okay. See, in that situation, yeah. they might not. That's but one of those teams is going to lose, and Bama will just slide right on in. They'd be sitting at home watching the SEC championship. Getting healthy. Getting another, yeah, another week to rest. Another week of practice. And be on their way to their third championship without winning their own division. (laughs) 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 Out of here, man. Tell me how you really feel about that. I can't stand it. Well, you don't have to worry about it because LSU is going to take care of business. Oh, man. From your your lips to God's ears. Go, Tiger. Jordan, yo. Go, Tiger. (laughs) I mean, Uh, is there anything better? The only thing better than hearing Ed Orgeron saying, Go Tiger. Is Corinne Brown saying, Go Gator. Go Gator. From prison. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> God, oh. God have mercy on her soul. Last game. Uh, is This this is a big game. Is it basketball season? Is that uh, what we're talking about? Hoops here? 
Wait a minute. We're talking about Kentucky Tom, being in the top so ten. You got Tom Crean coming in at Georgia in his first season. He's got the dogs ranked at number six preseason. And Kentucky at number nine. Wow. Man, Calipari must be struggling. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This says this is uh, Kroger Field. Kroger Field. It's being played at Kroger Field. Not uh, Kroger Field. Not Rupp Arena. So this has got to be a football. Maybe they're playing the basketball game outdoors. Is that what they're doing? Like one of those, yeah, like Classics. the, the preseason. Yeah. 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 No, I don't. I, Kentucky is, we, <laughs> we're reading that right, is a top 10 team <laughs> in football. Loss. In football. Loss. Which, oh by the way, did you see the end of their game against Missouri? They had to get a phantom pass interference Phantom. Call. And then an ignored pass interference on the play that they scored on. So once again, the stripes jumping in and ruining football games. Is there a conspiracy in, in sports? I think it's just incompetence. Well, except for in the Bama case. And, you know, that I think they're – I mean, you had – I'm not going to keep whining about national title game, but you had a, a head ref that whose brother-in-law is like Mr. Bama and Bama this and Bama that. And like, anyways, so, yeah. Bama gets mm. – and it's not a surprise that – I mean, the league offices in Birmingham, Alabama, I think there's maybe some – Incestual things going on there, but have you ever been to Birmingham? No. Interesting place. Nice folks. Very nice. Folks I'm sure. In Birmingham. I'm but, sure. Uh, I'm just saying. Did I ever tell you why birds fly upside down in Alabama? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, an eight and a half point favorite over Kentucky. Kentucky. Benny Snell. I mean, that's all I've been hearing about. Benny Snell, uh, 935 yards, nine touchdowns on the season. Um, Their defense is is ranked first nationally, I believe. Uh, giving up thirteen points a game. Yeah, uh, not bad, not bad. Here's the thing, aren't they haven't played anybody? Let's, let's take a look at who they played. They haven't played anybody? Uh, Central Michigan. Yeah, they beat Florida. That's they did that's, beat Florida. That's a big win. The Murray State Racers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State. They. Beat I mean, that's a, that's that's not bad. They they beat USC Junior. Yeah, it's not difficult. They lost to Texas A and M. Uh huh. They beat Vandy that, by a whopping fourteen to seven margin. All right, they squeaked by Missouri. Mm-hmm. This is what I this is when I see those scores. What what I see is you know you just take the hourglass and you turn it upside down, and that sand is just starting to get thinner and thinner as it trickles mm-hmm. down. Like your your time is running out. It Kentucky's is. time is is running out. It is squatting. Exactly squatting. <laughs> They've been squatting. For they a long have been time. squatting. Yes, and heavily. And I made a bold prediction last week, uh, and I had to. I was very arrogant because I patted myself on the back when this happened. At halftime, right after halftime during the Florida State game, I said, "I'm sure Clemson will come out and score a touchdown, and the Florida State fans will start going home." Mm-hmm. And what happened? Clemson came Emptied out, out yeah, quickly. It, and I mean, Clemson's kicking a field goal, and there's like forty people behind the net. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you know. I was like, it's like a spring game. Less than a yeah. spring game. That same thing's happening this week. It's going to happen. I don't want to hear about Benny Snell. Uh, I, I, I'm i sure he's a, he's a, I'm not sure. I know he's a great running back. All right. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, Stoops is a great coach. Just too many athletes. I don't think, I think the win against Florida, the way they won, I don't think that's an emotional, it's not like an emotional letdown week. It's not like you were right. in this huge emotional game and, and while the Florida Georgia is an emotional game, it's not. It's not like, you know, we had to come from behind or we had to hold them off or we had to expend a lot of. Right. It just didn't seem like there was a lot of 
energy expended on George's behalf. It's more like a confidence building game. Yeah, to me. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I just think those those things make me say this is not a trap game. This is not a a letdown game. This is a game where I think Georgia's kind of hobnail boots Kentucky. I mean, yeah. just like absolutely take them to the woodshed. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm going the sucker bet here. The line is eight and a half. No way. Georgia forty four. Kentucky seventeen. <laughs> that's a that's a that's like a typical Georgia Kentucky score most years. That's I like it, Art. I I like it. That's I'm with you. It's it's. I think if they had lost last week, Kentucky, and this were not for the SEC East, that it would be a little more chance that Georgia would kind of sleepwalk in, mm-hmm. as they've been prone to do this young team. But when you say your chance to get back at Alabama is this weekend, like that's you're going to punch your ticket to get a rematch with Alabama, that's I think the boys are going to be fired up, mm-hmm. firing all cylinders. And I really do think the second half of the Florida game, um, that's where you uh, I think they got confidence. Basically, you had adversity. Florida goes up, and how do you respond? You come out and you just snuff them the rest of the way. And pound it and pound them into submission. I think it's a it's a confidence building game and could be kind of get them on track. And the another thing is that it looked like for the first time all year, first off, Fromm looked much more comfortable this week. And maybe it's because Justin wasn't playing, but he just looked more comfortable and they looked looser and looked to be having fun and enjoying it mm-hmm. as opposed to all year. It's just kind of been like it's just, something's been off. It just looked wacky. The only the only thing is that. Our run defense has been porous all year. We're giving up like five yards of carry on first downs, and that's the. Th- but you can't. You have to be able to throw the ball, and Kentucky has not thrown the ball on anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, Terry Wilson's not good. Gunnar Hoke is not a great passer, and then they have what? They have one basically one really good receiver, but DeAndre Baker still plays for Georgia, and so he can shut down. You know, I don't think they're going to be able to pass on us. The question is: Is Georgia going to? hit on their passing plays and explosive plays like they did against Florida at times and, and convert third downs or is Kentucky going to, cause their defense is good too. And their pass rush is good too. Yeah. Are they going to be able to shut down Georgia's run game for four quarters? I don't think so. Can, can, can we just, can I just throw out a stat here? Yeah. Kentucky has passed for 1,185 yards this season. <laughs> Eight touchdowns, six, six interceptions. interceptions. <laughs> Those are some stellar stats. <laughs> They can't throw the ball, no. And and I I'm, I'm with you. I think um, I think Georgia will win this. Not not like you. I don't think we're going to score 44 points, but I do think we're going to win by double digits. Go up there, kind of sell out to stop the run, make them try to throw on you. And I don't think they can do it. So I think Georgia scores enough. 27 points. Kentucky scores 17 points. Georgia covers, mm. wins by 10, and starts prepping for for Alabama, but Better not I will say this. That's what I was about to say is f- how we've looked against the run this year. It's now granted last year, the formula for stopping tech and that whole formation was brilliant, but that was with Roquan yeah. and Lorenzo Carter and Davin Bellamy. So I'm not tech's not going to beat us, but it's you, you should be at least a little bit worried about your run defense against a team that, He's very good at running the football. Right, and cut exactly. Blocking. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that's how it's going to go, y'all. So, for us, Halloween was last night. Yeah. 
And uh, you didn't have any trick-or-treaters. No, because we, we left, went to another neighborhood, came back, and there's not many kids in our neighborhood. Mm. So we, we had to keep all our candy, but you did. We had tons of trick-or-treaters. And you are very selective about who gets candy and who doesn't. Well, well you just have a few rules yeah, it's not, that are no-brainers. Right, it's not it's, it really one rule. It's not, uh, there's no discrimination involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of got into a Twitter kind of argument or war with the, my wife posted something that said, you know, if you see teenagers trick-or-treating, please give them candy and don't tell them they shouldn't be trick-or-treating. And I don't think I've ever done that. What I've done is if somebody comes to my house not dressed in a costume, I don't give them candy. Right. And then I give them a hard time about it. Yeah. Um, you can be a teenager trick-or-treating, but yeah. wear a costume. Yeah, exactly. Respect I'm, the... that. Respect the event, right? Yeah. And so I, I do want to talk a little bit about that. And, and so um, the, this is kind of funny. Uh, so I only had one violator last night, probably of about, I don't know, 300 kids. I mean, there's a ton of kids that showed, and maybe that's, I'm ex- maybe that's exaggerating, but one violator, he came up with his buddy and he wasn't wearing anything. And I was like, where's your costume? Oh, I couldn't think of anything. I was like, well, you're not getting any candy. And he kind of looked at me perplexed. And I was like, as a matter of fact, I'm going to give your friend your candy and you can fight him for it. <laughs> nice. And he just kind of turned around and walked away. Of course, my wife, uh, she always tells me, well, you're going to get our house egged or something. I was like, well, let me tell you something. I was like, uh, men, real men are never afraid of teenagers. No. And I, I had, I was, this was on Facebook. I kind of put that. I was like, I said, men aren't afraid of teenagers. Hmm. That's just not what we, I mean. And, uh, and I'm not talking about teenagers from Vine City. I'm talking about Cherokee County teenagers. Yeah. I don't care about your meth mouth or all the all the the vaping that you teens are doing. I'm not afraid of you. Mm-hmm. All right. And my neighbor was like, well, that wait till you have kids that are, that are teenager in high school. I was like, once again, I'm, I'm a man. I am not afraid of high school kids. Mm-hmm. Just not. I'm just yeah. not. I mean, I'm not afraid of, um, and I think part of the problem is nobody stands up to these kids sometimes. And it's not about telling them they're right or wrong. It's about authority. Mm-hmm. Just I just refused to to deal with, and and most of the kids that came up were respectful last night. I mean, the best kids are always the youngest ones, right? Yeah, they're always um, the worst ones. And I, I never understand why why girls like dress slutty at Halloween, like high school girls. I never understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if I had a daughter, I would have to inspect every every Halloween. I'm going trick or treating with Susie. No, you're not. I'm 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 coming with you. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't have a daughter. I guess I don't have to worry about that. But yes. I mean, a couple of young women that came by, I just kind of scratched my head and I was like, and I told you this story a little bit before, you know, the girl, she starts, she was talking with some of her friends. I don't know why I attract all the weirdos and creepy guys. And she's dressed like a hooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweetheart. I mean, <sighs> yeah, I just, it just troubles me, man. This is, it's a trend. Um, I'm trying to think. So you only had one kid come out with no one, costume. Yes. So, and I've had a history. This has been my rule for the past, I don't know, four or five years. I kind of got upset. Like, I give the kids, I I did not see um, any kids wearing their, like, football jersey, which I appreciate because I think that's not a real costume. Well, I'm a football player. No, you're a football player on Saturday. <laughs> this is not a costume. There's yeah. no thought in that. Um I saw an overabundance of zombies. The zombie thing, I thought it'd run its course. No, 
I thought it had. Walking Dead's well, kind of waned well, in popularity. Well, you know, it takes a while for things to get out to the country in Cherokee That's County. True. We're a little behind in Cherokee yeah. County. Um, That's true. That's true. But overall, it was a pretty tame night, and we were done passing out candy at 8.20. You didn't get any late ringers? No. That's what I never used to like. And we'd turn our lights off. Yeah. And people would still ring. Yeah, we like, blew the candy. Light. Lights off. We're not. Yeah, we're still, not. Still no candy. Now, I, I will say I did give my neighbor the business. Uh, she had gone out to dinner and left her light on the front porch. Mm. And uh, that's, that's not so nice. many. Heather Davis, I'm calling you out on the air. So many dejected kids. So many dejected mm. kids leaving your house. And um, <sighs> we, we suffered one of those last night. We went up to, t- kids went up and that was telling me, you know, if their light's on, they have candy. And they had light on, pumpkin, go ring the doorbell, nothing. And then Cooper, of course, rings it like five times. We'd have to tell him, you know, hey, push it one time, because he goes up and And then Bowen says, I don't want to say trick or treat. And he was <laughs> vehemently, would not say it. So he just walked me. <laughs> All right, buddy. So yeah, all went well. No no big events. I didn't see anything crazy. I was, I was over in Forest Creek, so... Not too far. Mm-hmm. We got some good candy. We didn't get any toothbrushes. No toothbrushes. Uh, my son walked away with a like a, you know the ginormous Twix bars. Like they have four Twix. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a jackpot. There's, yes, there's so and and there were several kids that came by my house that had had this. I was like, Man, what? I like it. People stepping up. So kudos to our neighbors that are just giving out the the giant candy bars. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day I'll do that. You could, yeah, you would be a hero. Um, I was talking to, uh, I guess, a conversation on Facebook. One of my classmates uh, down in Florida, uh, Jennifer, what she did, her and her husband, if someone comes to their house and does not have a costume, they have to dance. And then based mm. on the dance, she'll determine if they get candy or not. That's 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 I mean, all right. It's yeah. very clever. I, I think, you know, she was... You could do that. What would be better is say dance... If you don't, you're not dressed up. Dance, and then when they dance, say, "Well, no costume, no candy." And then you just made them <laughs> dance for no reason, you know. So you punish them for not. You, they make a fool of themselves, and they still don't get it. Or you could say, you know, you know, pick some weeds out of my yard. Or <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! So anyway, so Halloween, you know, so far uneventful. Now, are you are you the kind of guy that goes straight from Halloween to Christmas? Or are you a big Thanksgiving Man, guy? Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Is it really? Yeah, Let me guess. Yeah. This year, I, I know why, because Thanksgiving falls on um, the 22nd this year, I believe. Okay. And then you'll be all stuffed and get all your fill. And then on the 24th, Georgia's going to beat Georgia Tech. And then when you're having your nth turkey sandwich, after that, you're going to be able to just stuff your face with pound, pound cake. cake. Another reason to be excited about it this year. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I don't I hardly eat any breakfast on Thanksgiving, and I just it, it, that's my favorite meal of the year, and it's surpassed Christmas for me. It's And, and pecan pie, I mean, uh, <sighs> dude, it's, it's my favorite. Surpassed Christmas? Yeah. Wow. And football, you know, I mean, you've got the, the lines always play. It's just, it's just to me, it's, it's, it's perfect. That meal is perfection, the meal that we eat every year. So it's, uh, yeah, uh, Christmas is fun, but Christmas I have to go to four or five different houses over a week period. Yeah, and yeah. it's just not, it's, it's more stressful. 
and Thanksgiving you just grub, just grub. Love it. Yeah. So no, I'm not skipping Christmas. Or Thanksgiving. Nothing. So you're not play, playing Christmas music right now. No, no. Christmas music get and the tree both start after Thanksgiving. That's a rule. No Christmas music before Thanksgiving at our house. None. Not even Johnny Mathis. And I, that used to be my rule. And then I realized that Christmas comes and goes so fast that I've started early. You've given it a month I'm, in advance? Now, I'm not putting any decorations up, but I'm listening to Christmas. It, I right. feel like it helps me try to get into the spirit. Spirit? Um, gotcha. I'd like to think I'm already a giver, but... Uh, okay. Nonetheless. Hey, nothing against you. You 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 can listen to music. Christmas music is all year long. Early as you yeah, want. I mean, yeah. I, theoretically. I listened I to some earlier this summer. So, um, hey, nothing against that. I just don't do it because it like makes you wait for it because I love listening to it and putting the tree up with them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like holding off. You, you know, you want it and it's it's right there and then there's like a big reward right after you get that yeah. big meal you're like alright boys and you crank up the Christmas it's, music that was yeah that used to be our deal we would we would finish the meal and put the food away and then that night we'd go to the attic pull out Christmas decorations test lights make sure they mm-hmm. work and it's I mean that was yeah that's exciting that's, that's exciting like. so uh, magic we're, we're entering the holiday season at this mm-hmm. point and it's crazy because I don't really feel like like, is it really time for Christmas? And we're less than like 60 days away from Christmas. I know. Isn't that nuts? And I mean, there's Thanksgiving is, is what, like three weeks away? Yeah. And there's four weeks of college football left. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. High school football regular season ends on Friday. Their playoffs start. College football are almost over. We're entering the stretch of, of the NFL. Mm-hmm. NBA starting. College basketball will be getting started up here. This is a great Seasons time. Seasons change, year. man. Yeah, it is. This is it is. This is a great time of the year. I guess we All should right, get out of here, it. man. Uh, you guys, thanks for joining us. As always, you know you can find us on Twitter at the Role Players One. Tell a friend uh, if they're tell bored. two friends. Tell, tell five if you have five. <laughs> if you have any friends, tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, just tell everybody uh, about the Role Players. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to the podcast so it pops up on your phone. You don't forget about it. Every day, it's and, an easy uh, way to remember. Because I still every podcast I listen to, I'll forget unless it pops up. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I get to listen. There we go. There we go. So, uh, guys, and if you, you know, if, uh, sorry, our, our humor wasn't wasn't too high on this one. We spent a lot of energy on humor humor last week. Um, but if you need to pick me up, like Daniel mentioned two weeks ago, play us on a one and a half times speed, fast or, yeah. or two times slow. And uh, if you got extra time, this has gone an hour, over an hour. We're over an hour again, always. Um, Thanks for listening again. Find us on SoundCloud at the role uh, the role players. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the role players one. Follow us, retweet us. You can, like Daniel said, subscribe to us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. The podcast just pops Easiest up. Way to do it. It's been our pleasure. Our opinions don't matter. You should listen to us anyway. You guys have a great week.